make an impact on your interactive marketing through performance, advertising, community outreach, and technology. Be captivated by the people who are leading the wave of change in the online marketplace. This is who AdTech is. AdTech Connect, your weekly radio show. Get behind the scenes with industry giants. Be privy to the insider track. Witness the newest technologies. Make sure you're in the scene each week with AdTech Connect. You're connected now with your host. Hi, this is Meredith Medland, and I'm the Director of Marketing for AdTech, and I'm so happy to have you listening to our show today. If you tuned in last week, you saw that we, you, you heard that we talked a lot about the impact of the internet industry on global events, global marketing, and today we're going to take the concept of thinking globally to acting locally, and to make that transition, first I have a very exciting announcement for you, and that is in 2006. Seven and eight, you'll be able to find ad tech in Singapore, London, Germany, Australia, and then in 2007, starting in January, in India, Amsterdam, off to China in April, in France, Japan, Singapore, London in the fall, as long and also Germany and Australia. So we are officially uh, giving you the news today that we're going globally, but first we're going to take it locally, and that's where we're, uh, we're going to transition today into David Yavano, who's the general manager for Value Click Media. David, are you there? I am. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. All right. Well, we are going to take our focus today onto this concept of going locally, so acting locally. And, and I'd like you to talk a little bit today about how online advertising can reach the consumer at a local level. Our expertise has been in the, the display advertising space. So this is all forms of banners uh, that show up on, on a website, either in page or as a pop-under, uh, which... Uh, has been on the decline, but uh, just focused on the display space. So I'm, I'm not going to talk about search. You can probably bring in more experts on that. Um, you know, uh, technology exists today to um, to target ads uh, at a at a geo level. You know, using uh, you know various IP databases through Digital Envoy uh, and some others. So uh, you know, many companies today, in fact, uh, we are as well, working on um, you know interfaces to service a uh, a local business that um, want to geotarget their ads to uh, a certain zip code or a certain city. So that technology certain, uh, certainly exists. Uh, and as well, what's becoming more popular is uh, just the concept of behavioral targeting, uh, being able to recognize um, you know, certain even local behavior um, and you know, target an ad appropriately you know, uh, throughout in-page units. So that, that's the popular form of, um, of local using display today. Thank you. Now, Value Click Media has been a- around for quite some time. You've been in the industry for a while and gone through uh, lots of changes, and you've also uh, collected a variety of companies under your umbrella. Can you tell us a little bit about those transitions and those buys? Absolutely. Well, Value Click is a company we've acquired you know, probably nine or so companies over the last five-plus years, uh, and they've been uh, of all different types. The original model was a, an ad network model. It started in the CBC pricing model space and has evolved uh, greatly since then. But uh, we've gotten into the affiliate marketing business with uh, the acquisition of Be Free and Commission Junction. Uh, we have uh, a shopping comparison division uh, named Price Runner that was just voted uh, by PC Magazine as the number one shopping comparison site out there, uh, which was great. 
Uh, we have uh, a technology division, MediaPlex, that serves, uh, serves up uh, ad-serving solutions to advertisers and publishers. We've got um, a number of lead generation activities through our web clients and high-speed media divisions. We're also uh, in the e-commerce business. Um, we sell things like inkjet cartridges and other things um, through uh, high-speed media. We have a very strong footprint in Europe. Uh, where uh, they offer all of the domestic brands that I just mentioned under a single umbrella, uh, primarily based out of the UK, uh, with offices in France and Germany. So we've grown to be a very uh, you know global and diversified company. And my uh, specific responsibility is with the media ad network division. And uh, so the most recent uh, acquisition by ValueClick has been uh, with FastClick, a very similar business model to uh, the ValueClick media division. It's an ad network. Uh, representing all forms of inventory on, um, on a number of different websites. And we are in the middle of integration right now, and it's, uh, it's pretty amazing when you put these two networks together in terms of the value that it, it now offers advertisers and publishers above and beyond what we were doing independently before. There's a, a, a there's an immense value in bringing these two companies together, Fast Click and Value Click, Click Media. Now, I'd like to drop us down a little bit, just from the uh, just into the office of the mid-level marketer, mm-hmm. and to have a real straight-up conversation. And I'd like to to put you just visualize yourself in the chair across the desk from the marketer, and you've got about two minutes to tell them why using your services will help them market to local cities, to people, services, and products. A real direct, a real direct conversation. How can your company help them? Uh, the first thing that I would point them to is, is the world of search. You know, so CJ Search, uh, our, primary, our search engine marketing services are, are pretty much housed in the CJ division. And we would be providing them the advice on getting up a, a very targeted and localized search program to really get, I guess, their feet wet in, in online advertising. This is someone that has no experience in that. What we've seen is advertisers that kind of refine their, you know, their tracking and evaluation of ROI and really start to expand uh, to, um, to a more global market, if that's possible, uh, within their services by first figuring out how to make you know, title descriptions and targeted uh, keywords and phrases work on an ROI basis for them. One of the key things you said there was tracking. Mm-hmm. And um, we are also excited uh, to announce that we're doing the impact series. AdTech is going locally this year, uh, actually starting right up at, at the end of February. We are going to uh, 10 cities, a 10-city tour, uh, one-day event called Key Metrics for marketers, and I'm just going to list off these cities for our listeners real quickly here. We're starting February 28th in Seattle, then heading to Phoenix, Los Angeles, Dallas, Atlanta, Denver, Boston, Toronto, Cincinnati, and then ending April 6th in Fort Lauderdale. And if our listeners would like more information on that, you can go to ad-tech dot com slash impact and you'll find out about our key metrics for marketers. So I bring this up um, first because I'd love our, our listeners to register and to meet their local communities and learn more and it's really, really crucial for us to address the abundance of choices that are out there 
and bring it down to the tracking. And so one of the things that, that I've experienced as a, a marketer at the Sharper Image or even in my position at AdTech is that there are so many great companies, so many things to choose from, and all these choices need to be tracked in order to have measurable results and make more buys in the future. So what I'd like you to address now is how are you assisting or how are your salespeople assisting marketers in actually tracking that information? So not just the technology, but the education. That's, that's really core to what we do. I mean, we, we really are that expert, that advisor, that resource to our clients in terms of showing them how online advertising is to be used effectively to, to meet their goals. We're not... Our role is not, you know, this, this premium website that demands a $20 CPM and, you know, it's, the burden's on you. You know, our role is to represent, like I said, all forms of inventory and show them how to use that in an effective way to, to, to meet their goals. So, so it really comes down to, you know, identifying your target audience. Um, so you know, let's go through this step-by-step, step, literally. Okay. All right. So, you know, it really starts with uh, identifying your target audience. So number one. Identify your target audience and decide specifically what you would like, who you'd like to reach, and what the components of that audience are. Right. And then, you know, it, you know either before that or uh, alongside that, you're really trying to figure out, um, you, know, uh, you know, how do you make money? And, you know, what is your pain threshold for an ROI? So a lot of times when I first meet with a client, I can tell them right away that, you know what, online advertising is, is going to be tough for you to make, to make work. Uh, if you're looking at, like, display advertising, for example, I know in, in general at what rate uh, an in-page unit would click through and convert for a certain type of offer. I know, for example, email. You know, even email is another great vehicle, by the way, for uh, targeting to a local level. I know in general at what rate, you know, someone's going to open an email, you know, click through to your landing pages and convert, you know, for a certain type of offer. Now, where our expertise comes in uh, as a company here in terms of a lot of experience in many different uh, verticals of, uh, of businesses is sharing that information with an advertiser. I can, say, I can give them general statistics um, at, at how a certain offer is going to perform, and we can give them advice on how to refine for example, your landing pages. You know, I've had all forms of um, companies. I mean, we sold tires on the Internet. Um, and we will sit side-by-side side with a client and, and talk about the landing page experience and how do we cut this down from, like, four pages to one page mm-hmm. so that we can really increase uh, those conversion rate metrics. So it's really kind of, I guess, refining the, um, the user experience and, um, and that, that, that process of which you're, you're trying to get an action from a user. And, and I guess I'm, spoke, I'm speaking more of like a direct marketing uh, type of offer here now as opposed to a, a brand advertiser that's, that's after a lift in certain awareness metrics, let's say. So just following down that path, it's you know, identifying your target audience, you know, kind of evaluating what you're promoting and trying to get an assessment of, uh, in general terms, at what rate uh, certain things are going to uh, click through and convert um, with the various forms of advertising that are out there, display ad units, you've got email, you've got search, um, and then you can kind of refine your ad units even further as to, you know, as it banners, you know, large units, pop-unders, things like that. And then, and then asking yourself, okay, if, if my campaign, so this is third, if my campaign, you know, using email, for example, is going to open, click through, and convert at this rate, am I going to make money as a business? And just asking yourself that tough question 
And, you know, you've got your pessimistic, realistic, optimistic, let's say, scenarios on expected performance using that method and and then just make a decision as a business. Am I willing to make the investment in, in testing that? David, you have done an amazing job at laying at laying that out, and I really got a, a picture of what that's like when you're sitting with a marketer or someone in a decision-making position. Uh, now I'd like you to switch gears just a little bit and think about ValueClick Media uh, internally and your job as general manager. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the things uh, that I suspect might be uh, up for you as Value Click Media is your uh, competition with the brand DoubleClick, and um, and what does Value Click Media do to have the brand uplift that you need and to be considered a major player in the space? You've been mm-hmm. a lo- around for a long time, right. and and how do you how do you bring your brand up? How do you become a uh, whatever the goals of are your brand. So sure. th- that question, how, the way that I'd like you actually to address that mm-hmm. is how you do that from uh, your computer in the sense of what kind of tracking mechanisms are you using. Mm-hmm. So uh, the actual systems, are you using a specific program in your computer? Are you using Excel? What's the staff look like that's tracking the results of those brand-building campaigns? Mm-hmm. What are the internal systems focused on people and technology that are allowing you to do your job and increase the lift of the brand of ValueClick Media? Oh, so for ValueClick Media specifically. All right, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call DoubleClick the direct competition for ValueClick Media. They, they are very focused on uh, technology solutions to advertisers and publishers. They compete more with our MediaPlex division. For ValueClick Media, I would say that we're more directly competi- competing with uh, a Yahoo uh, or an Advertising.com. You know, we really are in that same consideration set. So it is tough for us as a company to kind of break through and communicate uh, everything that we're able to do today to service a brand advertising objective as well as a direct marketing objective. Most companies uh, that we talk to, most advertisers, really kind of see us as uh, either uh, just offering CPC or, you know, kind of uh, you know, what our core competencies were five years ago. So it's an ongoing challenge for us as a business because our target audience is more of a B2B audience. So this is just kind of following the method, you know, that I was describing before. You know, we would never, as a company, run a broad, you know, consumer-based campaign. You know, running a, you know, many impressions out. You know, run a network or you know across the internet. We work with uh, the trade uh, industry groups. Um, I won't name them here, but um, certainly AdTech's one of them, though. Um, you know, so we've got our our event marketing that we that we do. We run you know print advertising. We David, have. we have we have just a couple minutes, and sure. so I appreciate the where you're going, and I would like you to go even even deeper into how many people do you have on your uh, marketing staff that are responsible for the brand messages, and how are they tracking the buys or the advertising or the booths that you have at different conferences? How are those resources internally being managed so that your brand gets the lift that you're seeking? Right, so we just established a corporate marketing team, first time ever. So a tremendous experience, Elizabeth Chalowski. She manages now uh, a team that um, services each division's needs. So uh, in my division, for example, we have a director of marketing. So that's one person. Under him, uh, we have three people. And uh, we are heavy event marketing focused, uh, like I said. 
you know, we track everything. We've got Salesforce.com, so when salespeople bring leads in uh, to the, their pipeline in, in Salesforce.com, they will identify that that lead came from either an ad tech trade show or, uh, or where have you, uh, a local event, let's say, that we sponsored. And we absolutely track ROI that way. We, we use our own tools, our MediaPlex ad-serving systems for the banners that we run on the different websites that we sponsor uh, to, you know, take a look at, at what rate people are clicking through and, um, and taking uh, other action on our website once they get there. We've got unique uh, landing pages that we use for those campaigns so that we know that uh, if someone hit that page, it, it was a direct result of a campaign that we ran elsewhere. We look at how many pages deep people go uh, within, the, uh, within the site. All those kind of evaluate our ability to kind of break through and, and catch people's attention. Thank you. That's, exa- that's exactly what I was looking for. It sounds like you have uh, a lot of management of all the different marketing activities that you're doing. W- will you take the last few minutes and just divide up those responsibilities around, you said you have a team that's doing this, a marketing director and this corporate marketing team. Can you give us a sense of the layout of the responsibilities of each of those individual positions? Sure. So our director of marketing um, he sits side-by-side side with the sales function, with our, uh, our media development function. That's the team that really partners with our publishers to represent their inventory and really tries to understand what the need is of advertisers, what the needs are of publishers, so that we're kind of uh, positioning our, our products and solutions in the right way. Uh, strong understanding of the competition. We're constantly watching uh, how Yahoo's positioning themselves, how Ad.com is positioning themselves to make sure that we're competitive in terms of Positioning, right? And, and will you assign those specifically to each position? I understood what you said about the marketing director mm-hmm. being alongside the sales director, and yes. So under the director of marketing, it? we've got um, the, the the two other people under uh, him. One is specifically responsible to the advertiser side of our business, and then another individual is specifically responsible for the marketing strategies to the publisher side of our business in terms of structure. Excellent. We have run out of time. I'm so excited that we got a chance to talk. Thank you so much for sharing that information. I really appreciate it. it. Mm -hmm. We are going to be coming up next after this commercial break with Joseph Matheny from Intro Networks. And if you'd like to go online right now, you can click on the Network tab at ad-tech.com and go ahead and log in to our online community. And we're going to walk you through that today and talk about our, our online community and how you can connect with attendees of our impact series coming to 10 local cities uh, beginning at the end of February. And we're excited that you're listening, and I promise promise you that we'll continue to come back with the information that you need to make the best marketing choices for you and your organization. Again, thank you so much, David. Have a great day, and listeners, we'll be back with you shortly. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch 
researchmedia.com today. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pest assault. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts, mm. plus their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. You choose the right affiliate program to partner with. All we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50%, the highest payouts on the net, and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's B-O-T-W dot org, the Internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want, and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of this extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today. Best of the web. B-O-T W.org. Now back to You're connected now with your host. Hi, this is Meredith Medland, and I'm the Director of Marketing for AdTech Expositions, and we are so excited to have Joseph Matheny on the line. Joseph is from Intro Networks, and he has been a phenomenal partner and uh, a sister of having all of the listeners come together, all of our attendees come together to, uh, to partake in our online community. If you'd like, you can go to ad-tech.com and click on the network tab and you'll find yourself uh, with the opportunity to register for or to log into our online community. Joseph, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Meredith. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so excited that we're going to be able to share with our listeners the value of online community and help them prepare for the impact series coming uh, this spring to uh, these 10 cities. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I, I want to be real straight here. So okay. obviously AdTech is interested in having people come to the impact shows. Key metrics for marketer. We think we have a great product. We'd like to extend our reach locally. You've got a product. It builds online communities, and we've got listeners. And the bottom line is there are so many choices that these listeners can make as far as how to spend their time, where to put their attention. And right now we're about to engage in a discussion of why online community is an important thing for them to participate in. So can you, are you willing to engage in a 10-minute conversation with me about really why bother doing this and, and, and what's happening? Absolutely. Can we be real frank with them? Uh, and sure, absolutely. Excellent. So w- why, why are we doing this? Like, is this just a, a trendy, cool thing, social networking and online community? Are we trying to be the, the next tribe here in the, you know, the mainstream world instead of the alternative world? Or, or why do you have this product available to us, and, and what do you think is, is a benefit for our listeners in participating? Well, one of the things that, that marketing people know is that um, – there are trends, but trends are actually just phenomena that, that come out of you know, a deeper-seated need or want from people. 
And so we do have an explosion right now of trendiness with things like MySpace getting on the front page of Business Week and Time, and um, we have Tribe and uh, face, uh, Facebook and all these different things that are just exploding right now, especially with the Gen Y set. And that is indicative of something. That's indicative of people like to meet people. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that we go to trade shows or to events is to meet people or exhibitors. We're there to see what people have that we may want, or we're there to offer what we have that other people may want. And so what Internetworks does and, and other uh, companies like us is we put together a way to facilitate that. A friend of mine jokingly calls me uh, an enabler. That's <laughs> 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 what we do. And, and, healthy, and she's right. Healthy, um, healthy you know. enabling here on our show yeah. today. What we're enabling is, okay, for example, the impact events, which are a brilliant idea, but the downside of that could be that you're in in a day and you're out. Yep. And so that doesn't give you a long window. There's not, a, there's not a lot of knee on the bell curve there for people to figure out who's there, what they, who they need to talk to, set up the, the meeting to talk to them, um, find them, set up the meeting, and then talk to them. That, that right there, what I just described, is a process that could take three days. Mm-hmm. So if you have a social network where everybody who's going to be at the trade show, exhibitor or attendee or speaker, is in the social network, I can, the day before the trade show or the event, log in, find out the types of people who are there, using the tools that intro networks have, which is a matching algorithm, which says that I can look for the types of people that I'm looking you know, I can, I can um, specify the types of people that I'm looking for, and then get my values returned to me and say, okay, here's the 500 types of people and narrow it down, and here's the 10 people I really need to talk to at this show, and I can contact them through the social network, set up a meeting so that the day of the show, when we're all in the same place, we've already said we're going to meet each other and where we're going to meet, and we, we meet and either we set up a meeting for afterwards or we meet there and we do our business. So really, the big thing that's been going on with events and trade shows with corporations, and I know over the years in the corporations, the large corporations I've been in, it always comes down to the corporation starts to question the return on investment for sending people to the trade show as attendees and, and exhibiting at the trade shows. And they need to know, how are we making money on this? What is the value of this? And the value of it is really when you get a bunch of people together in a global village type situation, which is what you're doing with Impact, which I think is really cool, is it's about meeting the types of people that you need to meet there so that you can do the type of business you need to do, whether it be an OEM deal or if you're selling something that people want to buy or if you're buying something that other people want to sell. Thank you for making that a, a little more clear for our audience. There were a couple things that crossed my mind when you were, t- when you were speaking. So um, I'd like you to address this from, sort of th- from three roles. So the first was uh, uh, many, many years ago I was a 24 24- Seven media selling online advertising, and um, and so this sounds like a great tool, Joseph. I mean, what what an amazing way as a salesperson to go in and get get a bunch of uh, information about potential clients. Okay, so got that covered. Sounds like a great sales tool. Then I think about. Uh, my history with Sharper Image and doing online marketing for them, and my biggest concern if I'm sitting in the seat of an online marketer is, holy cow, I can't have all these people looking at my profile, getting my information. Are they going to be emailing me 
And, of course, you and I both know that's not true, that the emails are not accessible, but there is an email functionality. So I, want, I would like you to address that in just a moment. And then the third seat that I'm in is, wow, I'm fairly new to the industry, let's say, uh, a, a person in this position, and uh, I'm interested in online marketing. I'm just working with a company that's coming up to speed. How do I use this resource effectively? So what I'd like you to address is um, how we are protecting uh, the personal information once you put your profile online, and then those other positions that I, I described. So we really give each type of our listeners the opportunity to understand how social networking can actually be a positive benefit for them. Right. One of the things that, that I wanted, I'll just say to that is that the, the level of transparency on, on the personal user's information to the outside world is really up to the system administrator. You can give all or nothing. Um, and so that's up to the person who's running the system as to how much they want to, uh, you know, to, to let each other, let the different members see about each other. In some instances where it's a, a long-term organization, um, where you have a couple thousand members of an internal organization that are using the system and they know that nobody's on the system except for invitees or people that are members of the organization, they let it all hang out. They let everybody see each other's email addresses. They let them see everything because everybody knows everybody. In, in a, a less formal situation where it would be uh, maybe a one-day event where everybody's coming in to, you know, as like a trade show where you don't really know everybody, um, you can turn off, and a lot of people do, turn off the email accessibility so that there's not people who come in and spam or get that type of information about people uh, that they don't want it to. But you can send a message to somebody inside the system, and so you can ping them. It's almost like I am, where I say, hey, I know you're not online right now, but I'd really like to meet with you. If you want to, get back to me, and then the person gets back to you. So there's a lot of um, anonymity Great. So I, I want to be real specific about this in case some of our listeners have logged on to our online community. Uh, so in the message center area on the website, you, you come in and you are able to post pictures, your profile. You can actually do webcam and video. There's information about what area of interactive marketing is interest uh, to you, what's your role in advertising and marketing purchases, what are you looking for. There's an area where you can ask in your own words uh, different issues that you'd like to address. So specifically in that area, there's a message center that enables you to communicate with other users on the system and to set up meetings. That's right. And the message center is actually um, semi-anonymous in the sense that when I send a message to you, I don't see your email address. I'm always sending a message to you on the intro network and then you're notified that you have a message on the intro network where you can log in and retrieve it, and then you can respond to it or not if you want to. So it's, it's not giving away your email address at all by any means. And so what's the value of doing that via this social networking tool instead of just doing that in my own email account? Well, the value of doing that is that you may not want to... In order to meet somebody you don't already know via email, you have to put your email address out there publicly. The only way they're going to be able to contact you is that way. This way, you can actually put yourself out there as this is, this is the person I am and this is what I'm looking for and who I represent if you want to and what I'm looking to sell or buy. And you can contact me, but it's one level of anonymity between your, your email address and that contact. So it's very similar to um, if anybody's ever used Craigslist, 
you can post something to Craigslist and have a response uh, email address on there that's an anonymous response email address that goes into Craigslist and then gets forwarded to you, but the people that are contacting you can't see the actual email address it's going to until you decide to disclose it. So it leaves disclosure completely up to the to the user. Oh, okay, so I, I definitely think there's a level of comfort there then. So if I'm in a position where I don't want to be contacted by salespeople, I can put my information up there. I can still request being contacted, but I don't need to worry about spam or um, getting my inbox uh, cluttered with a whole bunch of messages that aren't relevant to me. So got that part covered. Can you talk more about uh, our online community and some of the other uh, values that it delivers to our listening audience? Um, one of the things that it, here's the interesting thing is that when you have a group of people, and let's say it's 7,000 people, and you're there to meet a specific set of people, I'm there because I, I'm, I'm sent to this trade show by my boss, or I'm here because I'm a small business owner, or I'm a business owner, and I'm here to get specific types of clients or do specific types of research into the market. Um, and there's 7,000 people, and you don't know any of these people. How do you know where to start? So the reason that we do what we do, one of the reasons that we do what we do with the system is we allow you to filter so that you can look at 7,000 people and then begin to do process of elimination. Well, here's 7,000 people. And out of those 7,000 people, I'd like to know who are the people that like to play uh, racquetball and who are into uh, marketing and online advertising and specifically are looking towards the future of doing online advertising in games. You know, and that, that's just one skew that I drew out there. That's a pretty specific skew, right? And it would be mm-hmm. hard to find somebody like that unless I had the tools of the intro network, which allows me to do just that. I can say, okay, only show me the people that are into racquetball because I might want to play racquetball while I'm in town and I could find some partners. Okay, now show me the people that are into this and that. And so you can, what you can do is you can drill down into various levels of granularity to find exactly the types of people you were there to meet and do it quickly instead of, you know, there is another way to do this, which would be to go around and shake everybody's hand and introduce yourself to 7,000 people. And I don't think you'd ever get through before <laughs> that was over. <laughs> you know, even, even for the, even for the, the high-quality n- networkers where that's uh, all they do at our, at our events. But, um, so I'd like to shift our focus now because we've, de- we've talked a little bit about this in, in respect for, for ad tech, and I, I want to, to kind of jump this up to here is there's a, a marketer listening to our radio show and and now can you address social networking and use um, other examples of how have people made connections either through ad tech or through other portals that you've developed for other companies how how is online community growing what's it all about where is it moving toward and and if you were going to enter the office of a marketing person, where would you direct them online right now for information, and what would you say to them if you had two minutes to talk to them about this? Well, if I only had two minutes to talk to them about it, the first thing I would do is I'd send them to www.introworks.com forward slash demos. That's plural demos, and that's all lowercase letters. And there they would see a screencast that would give them a kind of a soup-to-nuts description and walkthrough of, of one of the systems. So that's where I would start. 
And then if I only had two minutes, one of the things I would do, especially for the marketing, for the ad tech crowd, people that go to the ad tech and ad tech events, this is what I would say, is all the stuff you see in the media right now on the front page of all the magazines and in the Wall Street Journal is talking about social networking, a la MySpace especially right now is very hot. But that's the, that's, they're all talking about it from the user perspective of why this is cool and why this attracts lots of people. And that's good, right? As a marketer, we all know that's good. We like to have things that attract lots of people, but why? Well, we want to find out about the ROI, right? Exactly. And so what we as marketers want this to do... This is where is my two minutes for you as a marketer were. Now I'm engaged. Like, okay, you, you got an hour. What do you want to talk about? Help exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> so this is, where I, this is where I spin the table around. Right. And I say, let's stop talking about this as a user, and let's talk about this as if you are the person who owns the system. Because Rupert Murdoch bought MySpace, didn't he? And why did he buy MySpace? He's not a dumb man. He wants to be on the back end of that social networking system. He wants to be able to see what people are doing, what they're interested in, how they interact, because from a marketing perspective, that's what marketing is, is understanding that process, understanding what attracts people, why they buy, and those kind of things. So what leads to buying decisions and all the behaviors behind that is what you as a person who owns an intro network system have access to. These are the metrics. This is the back-end side. So if you have a social network, all uh, intro networks, what you have, first of all, is a space that you've built that attracts people based on what? We all know that they have something in common, so this is an affinity group. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I set up an intro network about the BMW CCA, which is the Classic Car Club of America for people that are into old BMWs, um, I automatically know that anybody who's coming in and registering for that system has one thing in common, for sure. They like old BMWs, so I've already qualified them on one level. Then I have them fill out a profile that's basically a multi-level questionnaire in order to get into the system so I can match them against other people. And in doing so, what I've done is I've done further qualification of this person. And then when I have them in the system and I see how they're interacting with other people, I have another level of qualification about these people. So what I'm doing is I'm, I've got a market research tool, an introspection tool, as I jokingly refer to, mm-hmm. that allows me to see how people behave around certain affinities. So if it's toothpaste or if it's Campbell's Soup or if it's BMWs, whatever it is, I've got a focus group right there, right there at my disposal. At any time I want to log in and look at the metrics, I've got a focus group. Right there. So I just want to let everybody know again that you're Joseph. This is Joseph Matheny, and he's with Intro Networks, and we're talking about online community in case you've just joined us. We just have a couple minutes here, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at these cities where we're doing these one-day events and the the key metrics for marketers is the theme of our impact series. And you have hit on precisely what is coming up next for our ad tech series. So instead of the... Uh, you know, um, here's here's what we can do, join our community or do our online advertising, all these things, but really how do we assess and collect data on our consumers and attendees in ad tech's case that helps us better market and deliver them what they need? Exactly. And after all, that's, I mean, that that's the that's intimacy, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. What we're... I think what a social network really does from the perspective of how we're using it with ad tech is it allows us to better understand 
what people are asking for and helps them articulate it in a way that maybe they wouldn't be able to because they're very busy people. They all have got things <laughs> going right. on. Now, Joseph, what are you asking for for Christmas this year? Myself? Yes. Hmm, that's a, that's a good question because my birthday is on Christmas Eve, so I tend to kind of just flip over Christmas and just call it my birthday. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. So you get lots of presents. Well, this has been a really great spending time with you, and um, it was great seeing you at Connect Live. We're going to be doing Connect Live at the end of each of the Impact Series days. So for an hour, we're having a cocktail party. You're going to be able to watch your online community come to life if you come to one of these, uh, one of the ten cities, and I'm just going to list them again, uh, Seattle, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Dallas, Atlanta, Denver, Boston, Toronto, Cincinnati, and then Fort Lauderdale. So go ahead to ad-tech.com slash impact if you'd like to register for one of those events today. Joseph, will you please give that URL again if people would like more information uh, for online communities to look a- take a look at what Intranetworks has done? Sure. If you want to do the video walkthrough, it's www.intronetworks.com. Dot com, that's I-N-T-R-O-N-E-T-W-O-R-K-S dot com forward slash D-E-M-O-S, demos. And if you want uh, then to go a little further, just go to intronetworks.com and click on demos on the above, and you can request a live demo where somebody will do a webinar with you. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Joseph. And listeners, as promised, we're bringing you action-packed information that actually makes a difference for you in your office, making things happen so that you can forge ahead and be a trailblazer. Up next on our show after this commercial break, we'll have Dana Todd from SiteLab. It's going to be an exciting interview, and then we'll wrap it up after that. Thank you so much, and right now we're going into a commercial break. Like the idea of gambling and winning with someone else's money? How about cashing in with the house? Sign up today with PartyPoker.com, the world's largest poker room and poker affiliate program. Cash in on one of the most lucrative and fastest growing industries for webmasters. There's $10 million paid out to webmasters every month. The world is your oyster and every hand is a winner. Wouldn't you like a slice of that pie? PartyPoker.com. Betting on the house makes you a winner every time. Contact Alex. L at PartyGaming.com for a great deal. PartyPoker.com A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisitions services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R dot com. More than a name. 60-day free advertising trial on the best of the web directory. That's B-O-T-W dot org, the internet's oldest directory since 1994. We know what you want and we've got what you need. And hey, if you can get some free online advertising in this world with no strings attached, feel us up. I, I, I mean, feel free to take advantage of the extraordinary offer and start your no-risk 60-day free online advertising trial today 
best of the web. BOTW.org. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Now back to You're connected now with your host. This is Meredith Medland, and I'm the Director of Marketing for AdTech. Welcome back to our show. With me on the line today is Dana Todd from SiteLab. Hi, Dana. Hi, Meredith. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm having lots of fun. How are you? I'm freezing in Chicago. You're freezing in Chicago. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> we have to get you a scarf and, and, and wrap you up. Now, I, I got to say, when you say the freezing, the first thing that comes comes to mind for me is that there has been – so much information on this show and, and our other shows or in our conferences, let's take a, a national or international show uh, of ad tech, this concept of being frozen that you're experiencing due to the, the cold, I suspect a lot of marketers are frozen in action because they don't know how to make the choices. There's so many choices available to them. It's just like what what to do. Is that is that true for any of the 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 companies that come and do business with you? Absolutely. It's a, sort of the analysis paralysis issue that there's often well, the human behavior presented with more than, I don't know, five choices. The brain sort of locks and says, I don't think I'm going to make this decision right now. Yeah. So that that's what we're going to talk about for the last part of our show is how to overcome those obstacles. And before we do that, Dana, I just want people to know who you are in case they haven't they haven't met you. So you're one of the original founders of SiteLab. That's right. You're also on the president of Sempo, which is a search engine marketing professional organization. And you have been around for a long time. You are a true expert in the industry. And one of the things that I love about you most is you tell the truth. You're down to earth about it. You have experience in effective online media buying and search engine marketing. You're a top-ranked speaker at many international conferences. We've had you at AdTech before. We've been, even even had you dressed up all funky watching our online community <laughs> come to life at Connect Live. So you you are a pillar of strength in this industry, and I just want to acknowledge you for that first. Thank, well, thank you, you for so paving much. the way. And really, I would like our listeners to recognize that you're listening to someone who has dealt with a lot of different companies, personalities, trends, changes in the industry, and you're also listening to somebody who's going to tell you the truth about what's next for your path of online marketing and advertising. Well, thank you. Wow. That's it. That's a hell of a thing to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you can. I've, I've heard you do it before. <laughs> Thank you. So we have about about 10 minutes. And what I'd like you to focus in on is if you put yourself in the shoes of a mid-level marketer who's come back to their office after either attending a, a national ad tech or, like I said, in 2006, uh, 7 and 8, we're going to be in Australia and Germany and India, Amsterdam, uh, all, all over the place. We're, we're expanding globally. So we get back to our desk. The mid-level marketer gets back to their desk, and they need to start 
thinking locally, like in their office, in their actual marketing team, on their staff. How in the world do they move forward or launch into online marketing and advertising if they don't have the resources to uh, employ an online uh, advertising agency? What in the world do they do with all these choices? We've got search, online advertising, I mean, online community, I mean, the, the list is endless. Where, where to begin? Well, how we recommend for people, no matter what the size of the company, no matter what the size of the spend, it, the very first step is not the what, but the why. So the very first thing you need to do is really sit down and lay out at least five measurable goals or your marketing department, or that particular campaign, or your particular product, whatever that is. So you can. It's a little hard. Sometimes you've got to have to get your head around it. You go, okay, I want to sell X, X dollars you know, in Y months. There's one. That's not so hard. Okay, number two, I want to grow my email list signups by a factor of you know, Y on a quarterly basis. So once you start writing these things down, believe it or not, the solutions start mapping themselves automatically to those goals. So let's say, for example, you said you wanted to increase your email list. Well, yeah. how can you do that? Well, you don't go out necessarily and just buy a, a list you know, or buy one of those CDs that has 50,000 names on it. That's probably not your best targeted effort. What you want to do is get good, qualified, opted-in people who are interested in your product. Good. So, so, you, so let's just break it down. So number, and we'll just we'll do this kind of a, a task list. So number one, if you want to increase emails to your database, Here's one of the choices that you can make. You can go to, will you tell us a few companies and, and how, how you would do that and make that request? Um, well, there are companies that do sell, and there are actually legitimate list brokers out there who do sell lists. So it's not that I'm you know, anti that. There, there are certain legislative issues around that, and you know, opt-in, double opt-in, et cetera, are, are problematic for a lot of people. So we're definitely going to see some, some issues there. But there are some very reputable, yep, excuse me, reputable providers in that space. Can you um, name some? Um, off the top of my head, I... I hmm. Because we don't typically buy them directly from, like, a major broker. We'll actually usually try to find a specialty list if we're going to go into that. And what we'll typically try to do instead is go to a site that we think matches our audience and talk to them about some sort of special co-op that we could do with them to their audience and get a a co-registration or a sponsorship into their list. So it's like being introduced at that point. That's actually our preferred buy is to do the sponsored email. We find them to be incredibly effective. Now, I've heard those called co-marketing emails. That's one one term that's uh, been used. And I've heard that from a lot of the marketers that I've interviewed and spoken to at ad tech events. So what they're doing is they don't really have a budget. They might be, you know, these are uh, smaller brands with smaller Mm -hmm. budgets for online advertising. And where they're at is they've collected email addresses, they're doing barters or co-marketing with other companies, right. and uh, and they're really trying to, to figure out where to place advertising or, or right. what to do from here. And sometimes you can do that through a, a major um, company like, uh, like Silver Carrot is one that does co-reg. Um, Hart Hanks has the most beautiful set of business-to-business uh, communications things you've ever seen in your life. I mean, they've got uh, newsletter vehicles. They will allow you to co-sponsor the people who are opted in there. So those are two that, that we've definitely used in the past and will continue to. Um, but So once you're engaging someone 
through a trusted friend, through a trusted third party, if they choose that and not just read your message but go on and add your name specifically to, or excuse me, their name to your list, then you've got an opportunity to take it that much further. So it's a very safe from a can spam compliancy issue. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So let's go back to your initial comment about uh, freezing there in, in, in Chicago. We're going to put you on the hot seat in one of the impact cities and warm you up, I promise. Oh. So, um, so I, I'd like you to, to talk about how to get through those points of feeling frozen. What can marketers do to kind of get out of that situation? Leave the office. <laughs> Staring at your computer does not make you more creative. I'm so sorry. Keep metrics for marketers. Put your profile online and keep listening to our show. Well, well, not right now. Later. (laughs) Take it a lunch break, but walk around. Breathe. Go outside. Think. I find that some of my most creative ideas, and the ones that truly are risky uh, creative ideas, come when I'm just in that alone space, not being besieged by a million emails and a million requests. From people. You've brought something up that's uh, very, very true to my heart, uh, and that is uh, health and wellness and work-life balance. And if you're willing, will you talk a little bit about how you are able to maintain such a, a public profile and actually do the work that needs to be done, and you're a, a beautiful and well person? How, how do you do it all? <laughs> Well, um, I'm not sure I'm the best poster child for work-life balance because I do work a lot of hours, but I I have a pretty strict no-weekends rule, so I only break it when there's a major emergency or I'll I'll go in for maybe an hour or two just kind of check my email or do some research. But I typically try not to work on weekends. And about every three months, I have what's called a no-human-contact weekend where I literally will not take phone calls from anyone. I will not visit with friends. I just stay home, I watch movies, I lay around in my pajamas, and don't talk to anyone, and don't communicate, and I don't make any decisions. This, thank you. This is really this is a, a good look at this stuff. How do you, do you use a BlackBerry? Yeah, I have a trio, actually. And how, how do you use that to make sure that you're not locked up in technology while you're actually experiencing human contact and intimacy? Well, Leave it at home, for one thing. And if you ever travel, travel internationally, you'll have a very unpleasant surprise with, uh, with the roaming charges, I think. So you might as well just leave it at home. Um, I actually use mine for solitaire a whole lot on planes. I try not to check my email on it. because I've, We've experienced problems in communication with our team and also with clients. There's a, I call it the BlackBerry effect, which is that no one reads more than four lines of an email anymore because it's on a screen three inches high. Mm-hmm. So we're inhibiting our ability to, to thoroughly read each other's thoughts through email. So it sounds like in-person communication is becoming more valuable. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. I don't think you can ever replace that. You shouldn't replace that. Let's, uh, let's spend these next few minutes, if, you, if you're willing. Will you talk about uh, what an average day looks like for you, both so, so all the way around, the full balance day, and what, your, what resources you have in place at your desk to be more effective in your work? Um, I have a team. That's the first thing, uh, a very well-coordinated team. A typical day for me is usually working at home for the first few hours of the day. I, start emailing and catching up on things. I try to book, because I, I split my life between Sempo and SiteLab, 
I try to get as much simple things out of the way very early in the morning because I work with my East Coast team over there. So I usually work that out between 6.30 and 8 a.m. each morning. And then get ready, putter around. I'm a, I'm a putterer. And uh, <laughs> go into the office and then typically work from there. I, I'm online all day long. I'm glued to my computer. There's a heavy, heavy communication aspect to my job, both internally, just managing my team, my projects, and other things, coordinating people. I find myself oftentimes um, doing a lot of translation. It's something I think I'm pretty good at is is trying to solve problems and, and communication between parties, between technical and marketing, and trying to get everyone to play nice in every space. So I play diplomat a lot during mm-hmm. the day. You have really solid communication skills. How... Uh, how uh, Let's address, we, there's another, list, uh, another type of listener that's in our audience that we know about, and those are the listeners who are looking for jobs in this industry. In fact, one of the things that we're excited about our impact series is that we are um, opening that series to anyone who would like to come because it is so much the, the basics as well as the metrics for marketers, and then in San Francisco, we're going to have a job fair. So mm-hmm. if we if we put your hat on to address someone looking to get into the industry or rise up in the industry, can you talk about some of the things that they can do to uh, to hang out with people like you? <laughs> how, do they, how do they get to be as good as Dana Todd? <laughs> you know what? I, I am, we try. Uh, the one thing I do like very much about the search engine marketing community and the the greater ad community, the internet, I think the online space, because we're all still feel very like we're all in this together, it's it's a very exciting space to be in. There's, there's a lot more grassroots sharing that goes on, so I find it to be an incredibly supportive community. And I know that recently you know, people reach out to me and I'm constantly forwarding resumes for people and trying to help them get placements because if I spot talent, you know, if I can't hire them, I want them to be somewhere, you know, that they're going to be happy and someone who's going to treat them right. So it all comes back. It's all good. As far as training programs go, I, I'm a little disappointed in the state of our universities these days and how they're teaching this in the classroom. I don't think they're quite ready for it. So to me, the way I think we've discovered in in started out in the high-tech community, but now in the, in the high-tech marketing community, the only way we can get our education is in conference series. It has to be live education. That and, of course, you can't replace on the job. Anybody starting out, I would say take your mom's website, take somebody's website, someone's small business, and work for peanuts, but start building up some measurable metrics for yourself. Because that, even if you can't show a long resume history of working at a big interactive firm, what you can say is that, hey, you know, I, I, I grew Joe Bob's peanut farmer business from, you know, a $1 million company to a $3 million company by doing this and this and this. And all you have to do is have one personal case study, and that will get you into a lot of doors. Thank you. I love the specifics that you just shared with us. Dana, we're going to get ready to wrap up our show. Are you willing to share uh, contact information or a website that people can go to to find out more about you if they'd like to follow up? Well, absolutely, and I would encourage them if they're interested in search marketing and also search marketing jobs. Um, Simpo is S-E-M-P-O dot org, and there are hundreds of free resources there, articles, case studies, anything you need to know about search marketing. It's a great place to start. On on the side of SiteLab, it's SiteLab.com, and you can email me personally. Oh, God, here comes the spam. Dana at SiteLab.com. 
So be careful out there with her email address and make Please sure you treat her me. well. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dana. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy to have had you on your show. Thank you so much. I have some good news for our listeners, and that is that if you'd like to learn more about online advertising and marketing at a level that is just the straight Let's make the metrics happen. What do we do? Straight up conversations. You can join us uh, in any of the 10 cities that I've mentioned during our show, the Impact Series. And I've got a $145 pre-registration discount available to give you right now during the show. So I'll give you a promo code. And um, the full rate on the day is $395. And with this code, you'll have a discount of $145, which means for $250, you can join us in any of these 10 cities. The code is uh, going to be open through December 31st. You're welcome to pass it on if you'd like to. And all you need to do is go to ad-tech.com slash impact. And then the promo code that you can use is YourAdTechGift1, and that's the number one. So I'm going to say that one more time for you. It's The promo code is YourAdTechGift1. One, and that's the number one, and there's no spaces. So that'll save you $145, giving that rate of $250 just to join us either in Seattle, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Dallas, Atlanta, Denver, Boston, Toronto, Cincinnati, and Fort Lauderdale. And the good news is that you'll also be joining me as, me as well. We'll be doing uh, some video as well as radio shows from those cities. So if for some reason you're not able to get to get to all of our cities, um, which you're welcome to as well, you can listen to the radio. And if you have feedback for me personally or for AdTech, we welcome you to contact us because we are here to connect you to the resources you need to make a difference in the online marketing that you're doing. So thank you so much for joining our show today. My name is Meredith Medland. I'm the Director of Marketing at AdTech Expositions here in Larkspur, California. If you need to reach me, you can email me at Meredith at ad-tech.com, and I hope to see you in our impact series, in our national shows, and of course, in our international events happening in 2006 and 7 and 8. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Make the connection of a lifetime. <laughs>